Solidarity Sister. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Solidarity Sister with Kristen Wilson. I am your host, Kristen. And before the fantastic interview episodes ahead, I thought it would be a good idea to just do one solo episode that would give you a little bit of a background about who I am, how and why this podcast has come to be, and what you can expect ahead for you, how you're going to benefit, and how this podcast can literally change your life in some really positive ways. So first of all, who am I? I am a mom of eight kids. Yes, eight. That is a lot of kids. I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was 41, and six of my eight children have been diagnosed with ADHD. So we have a lot of neurodivergent flavor where we live. I love audiobooks, and I listen to about 350 of them a year. I actually thought that I was a poor auditory learner for most of my life until I discovered double and triple speed. So if you're listening to this podcast and it's too slow for you, by all means, speed it up. Because if your brain is like mine, you'll actually process better at those faster speeds. And if it's not, then listen at whatever speed is comfortable for you. I grew up in California and I love the ocean. That is a place that for me is incredibly healing and soothing. And I don't get to visit as often as I do now that we live in Utah. I have been married for 25 years, and in that time, we've lived in Utah and Illinois. We recently, before we moved to Utah, I guess we've been in Utah for seven years. It still feels recent, but we spent 13 years in Illinois, and a part of my heart will always be in the Midwest, especially in the Chicago area. There's a fantastic energy from those Midwestern people. I grew to really love them in our time there. So this podcast came to be because I really feel strongly that God has a purpose for me to do this. I am a person who's spiritual. I'm a Christian. If you're not, that's okay. But I do believe that all of us, regardless of your religious leanings or beliefs or faith, that we all have the ability to tune into our own inner knowing and our own intuition. Some people will call that the universe. Some people will call that God speaking to them or Jehovah or the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call that. I think we all have that ability to tap into that inner knowing. And I was doom scrolling Facebook one day, which I do from time to time. And I came across this ad for a podcast boot camp. And I just felt like I needed to start a podcast, which was crazy because I don't even listen to podcasts. I'm too busy listening to all those audiobooks. But I felt like there was something that I needed to share and a message that needed to get out. And over that week, next week, as I reflected on that, the title Solidarity Sister came to me. It's something that I commonly find myself posting in Facebook comments when I'm trying to really reach out to another woman who is going through the thick of it in one way or another. And I'm just trying to find a way to hold space for that without necessarily giving her advice or telling her what to do or judging her, but just saying, hey, I see you. I see where you are. I see what's hard about that. I see the goodness in your heart, what you're trying to accomplish. And I'm just here to be a witness to your experience. And Solidarity Sister kind of encompasses that for me. I'm coming out of kind of a dark period in my own life in August 
two and a half years ago, my husband had COVID and it was pretty severe. He was in the ICU. He literally by a miracle was able to avoid going on a ventilator, but for quite a while, he was at the max oxygen level you can have without being on a ventilator. And we weren't sure if he was going to make it. It was a very difficult time. And the recovery from that is so much longer and harder than you would realize if you hadn't been through it. But just all of the ramifications, the emotional fallout, the physical difficulties, he came home on oxygen for quite some time, the financial fallout, like it's kind of a big deal. And then we had another series of other things, things going on with our children, concerns I've had for my parents as our parents are aging and it was just a lot. And I found myself really isolating and really turning into myself, not really responding to friends. Like I didn't have the emotional bandwidth. I'm sure there were people who thought I was ghosting them because they might send me a text or a message and I didn't always respond because I just couldn't in that moment. And I feel for those people who may have thought that I was, you know, trying to pull away from them because of something they did. It wasn't. It was me. And I felt a lot of shame around not using the tools that I knew I had. I have been through some really powerful therapy. I worked through some previous difficult life experiences. But I wasn't able to lean into those tools and I want to give myself grace for just surviving some really hard years. But I wish I had done one thing differently and that was to lean into community. And I didn't do that. And I suffered silently alone. And most people didn't know what I was really going through. Really nobody did. But it's not on them, it's on me because I didn't reach out. And it does go both ways. But when people reached out to me, I also didn't really accept or receive that. And I don't think that's how we were meant to live. We weren't meant to do life alone. And I just know that I'm not alone in having been through this experience where I did pull back and I isolated. And you know what? Allowing other people in would not have taken these trials away you wouldn't have magically healed the physical and mental illnesses that our family has faced. You know, no one was going to give me like $3 billion so I could do whatever. But I really think there's just so much power in connection. And we are able to process and get outside of ourselves when we can do that. We're able to really work through the trials and traumas that we face. And then we we don't have to hold on to them anymore. I'm holding a lot of trauma in my body that I'm working through now. But I could have been letting it out as I went. I could have. And so I didn't. But I want to be here for you. And Solidarity Sister, I want this to be here for you so that you will lean into community around you, so that you will create community around you. And I find sometimes we don't know how to do that quite often. Last year, I have five friends, some that I know closer, you know, they're closer friendships than others, some that are more like internet friends that you don't know quite as well, but five families who lost a child to death for different reasons, through cancer or through tragic accident, some really tragic accidents. And I 
wish I knew better how to show up for them, but I didn't know how. And one of the episodes that's coming up, I learned some really fantastic things from a woman who lost her own daughter 20 years ago about how I could do better in the future to show up for bereaved parents because I had this conversation. It was fantastic. I learned from another episode that's coming up about how I could have better utilized my network because I actually do have a network of people who I know care about me, but I didn't use them at all. But I could have, and I didn't know how. And I learned some tangible ideas about how to do that. And that's really the purpose of this podcast. I want to bring on guests who have been through betrayal trauma, who have been through mental illness for themselves or with their children and what that journey is like. We have another guest coming up soon who's a real advocate for moms with children with mental health issues. I want to talk to people who are going through or have been through faith transitions or through divorce or through financial ruin, through death and grieving, through infertility, through neurodivergence and navigating that in the world. Whatever you can think of, whatever trial you faced, bring it to me. I will find the people that have been through that. We're going to have those conversations and we're going to really hone in on what it is that helped them in their network. What, what did community do to help them? And where did community make it worse? Where did community make it harder? And let's identify what those specific behaviors, those practical tips are that we can avoid <laughs> for the things that made it worse and for the things that we can do so that when your neighbor down the street, you hear that their child has been put in jail, then instead of saying nothing so that they are then going through this difficult trial alone, you have some tangible tools to know how to reach out so that when you are faced with some situation that you didn't foresee, some diagnosis or some secret family addiction that comes to light, whatever it is, so that instead of isolating, that you feel like you know how and where to reach out so that we can do life together, so that we can do life in community, because we as humans were wired for connection. This is how we were meant to be. We were not meant to do life alone. And we live in this world where we get on Facebook or Instagram and we have friends, you know, put quotes around that. You might have 5,000 friends, you might have 50,000 or 50 million followers or subscribers, but where is your community? Where are the people that know your heart? Where are the people that you can show up and hold space for them and they can show up and hold space for you where you can come as you are, but then be able to be elevated and progress and be continually moving forward in life so that you are feeling connected to your purpose and able to contribute to the world, but also receive from the world that it needs to go both ways. I know for some of us, it's really hard to be receivers. I have often been that way. And I like to lean into something that I learned from Brene Brown. When I get into that place where I don't want other people to help me, and clearly I didn't do that over the past couple of years, but I'm turning a new leaf in 2024. I'm going to serve and be served and we can do this together. But here's something that she said, when you cannot ask for help without self-judgment, you are never really offering help without judgment because you have attached judgment to asking for help. 
oh, when I first learned about that, that was really hard for me because I thought, no, I serve people all the time. I watch their kids. I take them meals. I listen to them. Clearly, I'm doing that without judgment, but I couldn't let anyone to serve like serve me without judging myself for like, what's wrong with me if I need help? It's not what's wrong with me. It's what's right with me. It's what's right with humanity. We were meant for serving and being served, for loving and being loved. And that's what this podcast is about. So as you tune in each week, I want you to look for the practical takeaways that you can take into your life that can make your life better because you're using these little tips about how to reach out and how to allow others to reach out for you. I would love to hear feedback. Come find me on Instagram or on Facebook. You'll be able to find all the links in the show notes. Reach out to me if there are topics that you want to see addressed. If there are things that are super meaningful for you, please let me know. If you have feedback on something I can do to make this better, please let me know. I'm learning as we go. I'm new to podcasting. I'm new to GarageBand where I created a little jingle for the beginning of this podcast because I thought it would be a fun adventure. I am learning lots of new things and I welcome your feedback. I welcome you to join our Facebook group, which is at around 200 women right now, but they're all fantastic women who are ready to show up and to practice what we're talking about here, to practice holding space for others and allowing others to hold space for us. We'd love to have you there, Solidarity Sister with Kristen Wilson on Facebook, and it's a group. So if you have, you're, you're not the target, you're a man listening to this, but you have women in your life who could use that connection, pass this on to them. And if you're a man listening, you could still get something out of this and, and build a brotherhood for you. Be able to, to lean into the people around you because we do all need each other. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for you to hear the upcoming interviews we have and the ones I haven't even done yet. I know they're all going to be fantastic. They've made my life better. I'm praying they'll make yours better too. Thank you for being part of the Solidarity Sister community. Solidarity Sister, Solidarity.